Welcome back to the Indiscriminate News Network. I'm your host, Jason St. Clair. Okay, let's jump into it. Yesterday, Chinese state media said that um, video games were the opium, the spiritual opium for the youth. Well, now they kind of backed away from that uh, criticism of the video game industry. I guess they didn't expect how much backlash was going to occur. Chinese state media tempered their criticism of the video game industry Wednesday, a day after a strongly worded article drove down shares in Tencent. The article followed Tuesday reports of economic information daily that called online video games spiritual opium. The item went viral and reignited investors' fears about state intervention. Beijing had already targeted the education and technology sectors, wiping $60 billion off the share price of gaming giant Tencent Holdings. The phrase spiritual open has been removed and a version republished later on Tuesday. So on Wednesday, People's Daily, the official newspaper ruling Communist Party said in a piece that all sectors of society need to pay attention and join in protecting minors and internet dangers without assigning blame. Oh, okay. All right. More Belarusian athletes spurned homeland and shadow of Olympic scandal. That's tough, man. They must be in a bad place to, you know, say I can't I can't make it home. Uh, I need help out of their own country for fear of, like, retribution. Belarusian heptathlete Yana Maximov said she and her Olympic medalist husband had decided to stay in Germany with their child as a crackdown on pro-democracy groups and government critics continue in Belarus. I mean, what about that guy who was just found hung yesterday? You know, was helping the Belarusians who were standing up against the government. So Maximus' husband, Andrei Kruchkana, probably said that around, holds Belarusian national record decathlon, won a silver medal at the 08 Beijing Olympics. She said on Instagram on August 3rd, in connection with Belarus' worsening situation and international isolation, that no one can lose his or her freedom or life. Her announcement came as fellow Belarusian Olympic sprinter, um, Kristina scrambled to avoid reparation from Tokyo and reports emerged from Ukraine, a possible murder investigation after exiled Belarusian regime critic was found dead in Kiev. Uh, it's possible to breathe freely here and I don't want and here and be one of those who's fighting for the liberty of their people, relatives, and loved ones. will prevail for sure, she said. Uh, she was born Soviet-era villainous, she wrote. Okay. Infrastructure bill, United States infrastructure bill, could doom U.S. cryptocurrency industry. This is by Jim Harper, AIE.org. Okay, Congress is broken, shouted Kayla Long, founder of CEO of Avanti Financial Group. Having spent two decades on Wall Street and stints in Solomon Brothers, Credit Suisse, and Morgan Stanley, she now inhibits the world of cryptocurrency. She spearheaded efforts to make her home state of Wyoming a legal and regulatory oasis for blockchain companies. Long's all-caps exclamation on Twitter was inspired by a fast-moving proposal in Congress that would potentially do big chunks of the domestic U.S. cryptocurrency industry by imposing impossible financial surveillance requirements. Is it really impossible, or is it the same requirements that are on the U.S. dollar, so it's harder to, uh, you know, laundry the money, so to speak, at this writing, Congress is doing what passes deliberation for these days. Key senators are saying they will fix error by floor amendment. True deliberation would probably unearth a consistency of sur- such surveillance with national values and capacity to serve national goals. Congress is broken. When I served on a hill, the brinksmanship and mass scale long rolling of government shutdowns and ominous bills still felt 
surprising usual, but the trend was well underway. More and more legislation is done through a small number of huge bills sprung on Congress. More and more, they've always done that. On Congress rank and file public rank and file public mere days before passage. So it's with the infrastructure bill heading to the Senate floor this week. The 2700 page was revealed Sunday. Such bills include anything insiders want. So the infrastructure bill has cryptocurrency regulations, making it pretty much Anyone facilitating the processing of cryptocurrency transactions, a broker. The tax code requires the broker to file information returns with the IRS. Those ubiquitous 1099 forms which document financial transactions interest on our national tax collector. The language originally said in the bill, any person who, for consideration, is responsible for and regularly provides service and effectuating transfers of digital assets would have to oblige. Okay. Report. Remember that uh, Amazon was being accused of interfering with the with the vote, the Amazon worker vote for the pro union. Amazon, this is a report. This is an allege from Business Business Insider. Amazon illegally confiscated union pamphlets from a warehouse worker and creeped on a pro union barbecue. Oh gosh! Like, uh, I'm pretty sure, like someone who is. Not pro union work, probably a co worker was over there, like at the barbecue, right? So, is that creeping on them? This is interesting. I wonder where this goes. The National Labor Relations Board charged Amazon with illegally stopping an employee in its Staten Island warehouse from handing out pro union leaflets, according to documentation viewed by Vice. Amazon worker Connor Spence, who first filed the charge against Amazon, told Vice he was handing out leaflets in the break room on May 16th when the security guard told him he didn't have permission to do so. He took the union literature away and wouldn't give it back. Uh, according to U.S. National Labor Relations Act of 1935, employers cannot interfere with the union organization. Then LLRB investigation also said Amazon illegally gave the impression that it was surveilling union activity, according to Vice report. Spence told Vice that union organiza- organizers had held regular barbecues near the warehouse and that on May 24th, the security guard was seen appearing in the photograph at the People's Barbecue. The Vice report came days after the NLRB, a federal agency, said an Amazon illegally tried to interfere in the union at a warehouse in Bessemer, Alabama. Okay. Oil tanker hijacked. Potential seizure off UAE coast is over, says Royal Navy after Iran blamed for attack. So the Royal Navy's United Kingdom Maritime Trade Operations said the hijacker who boarded the vessel have left. Whoa. The hijacker who seized an oil tanker off the coast of the UAE, the United Arab Emirates, in the Gulf of Oman, has targeted the ship on Wednesday, the Royal Navy's report. The Royal Navy's United Kingdom Maritime Trade Operation said that the incident, which is described as a potential hijacking the night before, was now complete, and it did not provide further details. In an update on its website, borders have left the vessel, and the vessel is safe. It was not immediately clear what happened off the coast of Fujara, one of the Emirates, on Tuesday, however, British authorities said they believed Iran was behind the hijacking of the Panama-flagged Asphalt Princess oil tanker. There's no British link to the vehicle. Iran's foreign affairs spokesman, Saeed, uh, denied that the country was involved, telling statement Iran's naval force are ready to help and rescue the region. <laughs> yeah, okay. Satellite tracking data for Asphalt Princess showed it gradually headed towards Iranian water off the port of Jaksk early on Wednesday, according to marinetraffic.com. Later, however, it stopped and changed course back towards Oman just before the UK MTO made its statement. The incident unfolded amid heightened tension between Iran and the West, with commercial shipping and vital Persian Gulf waterways getting caught in the crosshairs. Uh, Foreign Secretary Dominic Robb 
described the incident as deliberate target and clear violation of international law by Iran. All right, everybody, that's all I got for today. Thanks for listening to the Indiscriminate News Network. I'm your host, Jason Declare. Make sure to follow, subscribe button wherever you're listening. Thanks, everybody. Bye.